0: Well, the city has one of the best food and drink scenes, but if you're like me, there are so many choices and you just need someone to point you in the right direction. Well, Maroki Tong is the host of Tasting Together, one of the brand new shows that's here on 640 Toronto every Saturday at five o'clock. Hey, Maroki, thanks for joining me. Hey, good morning. Tell us about the new show. Well, tasting together um, is with my
1: co-host Andre Pru, who's a wine writer and a, a small business owner of a virtual wine company called ADX Wine. Him and myself, we take you on a culinary tour around the city, trying to find, you know, the hidden gems to the places with the greatest spectacle. And maybe speaking a little bit about the history of food and drink in the area, bringing you our favorites and just getting a little bit nerdy about food and, of course, wine.
0: Yeah. I love it because I get a little overwhelmed when I think about the food scene in Toronto because there are just so many great choices. And it's just navigating and figuring it all out. Do you find that? I mean, this is your world, so you're probably not as overwhelmed as... Most of us are when it comes to just choosing the right place. It's going to have the right food, the right vibe, all of that stuff. (laughs) I think I get really excited. Yeah. It's like a
1: treasure hunt where there's not too many wrong answers. I would say the only thing is that I end up, you know, there ends up being so many choices. It's hard to go back to your favorite place because you always want to discover a new place. But then you're like, oh, I also have this favorite that I just went to and I want to go back and try this other dish. But there's only so many days in a week and so many dollars in our pocket, let's be honest. So um I don't I think it's I don't know. I think Toronto is the most amazing place for food and drink right now. Um, you know, our we are so diverse in what we have to all offer in terms of, you know, everything from, like I said, the hole in the wall shop to the Michelin restaurants that, you know, obviously Michelin has come through mm-hmm. as of September with the Michelin Guide. And and we have such an amazing diversity in terms of cultures as well. Um, you know, everything from, you know, Chinese food, Vietnamese food, Indian, um, you know, French. And I, I just... I I just I don't know. I I don't know about you. I know you said you get overwhelmed. Yeah. I find an opportunity, to just make the best list possible. It's like, okay, what do I want to do tonight? It can be either just walking up and down the Osington strip. Oh yeah. Um on a, you know, and just looking, you know, at the restaurants and just what is like, what am I feeling? What's the vibe? Or, you know, going on that Google Maps search, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I, I will totally do. I'll pull up Google Maps and I'll just say restaurants, or I'll say Thai. And I'll just watch what pops up in my neighborhood or where I want to go. And I just kind of do a little bit of a scrolling. And, you know, these days it's easy. It's easy. You can find, you know, reviews and descriptions on almost anything you are looking for. And, um, yeah, I, I guess um, I guess that answered your question yeah. in the longest way
0: possible. <laughs> I love okay. it. I love doing I love it. it. I love <laughs> it, too. And that's the magic of living in a city like Toronto, right, is that you can just Google Thai or Indian or Trinidadian and it will just pop up and, you know, you know, it's going to be a great spot. I remember I grew up on Ossington and Bloor. So I remember, you know, when that strip wasn't really a great place to be. So it's great to see how, you know, parts of the neighborhoods around uh, the city are just booming with great places to eat. So where does Meraki Tong go to for like, what's your go to place that you love to eat at? Oh, that is such a loaded question, baby. Okay. All right. Because <laughs> you're a foodie I, and there's probably so many options. I am a foodie and there's
1: so many options. And I maybe what I'll do is I'll talk about a food I don't eat super often. So okay. I'm not a huge pasta eater. Um, one of the reasons why is I'm I'm gluten intolerant. But when I do and, you know, when I'm willing to take the digestive enzyme and go <laughs> yeah. on a little bit of a binge... There's a place on uh, Davenport and Christie. Oh, so yeah. closer to Midtown. Yeah. It's a, it looks, it's a really small place. It's called Annabelle's Pasta Bar. Very small. It has two floors. It's hard to get a seat, I will fully admit. Okay. But I will go and brave it or I'll call or I'll just sit at the bar, which is awesome because that's when you get a chance to see all the chefs in action yeah. um, because they actually just work. The kitchen's right there. They make amazing handmade pasta and they change the menu every single day not a joke they change their pasta menu every single day to do three plates um just incredible pasta and i've had uh, you know i like i've had pasta in italy okay
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) so so this is just really the bar is pretty high the bar
1: is pretty high high. they make delicious pasta and they make incredible cocktails they made this martini and i i love my martinis but they did one that was um olive oil washed oh so there was just yeah and it was just a little bit more rounded it, it, an interesting mouthfeel I remember going back a second time and remember I said I don't like trying things more than once yeah and I saw it on the menu and I went I'm going to order something else and then I ordered and then I ordered something else and I sat there all night and I'm like no 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 I really just want to go back <laughs> to this olive oil martini and I ended up ordering that now I don't think that's on the menu anymore but maybe if enough people come in and ask for it they'll bring it back
0: yeah what are some tips that you have, Maroki? As you know, we're heading into the we are in the holiday season. Um, of just how to make uh, a good environment for you know if you're going over to a party or you're hosting a party. What are some things that you do, um, you know, being a foodie to make sure that everybody really enjoys their time at a, a holiday party and that it will be up there as you know in the history books as being a great holiday party. Oh,
1: it's so fascinating um on I know Andre and I have spoken to this at length because you know this year we've said it's probably the first year a lot of us has felt things have truly felt a little bit more like the before times yes. in terms of being able to get back out gather yeah. you know um a lot more people are able to travel and it there's like this excitement in the air for the holidays in a way that we've probably you know I've been starving for for the last two to three years and um and and I think like there's also but there's a little bit of I think um I don't I don't know if discomfort is the way to say but I think maybe a bit of uncertainty Mm. about how you know how do we go back like do we do we do we hug everyone again with the full gusto do we want a large gathering um I always try and just I, I I love assessing everyone's comfort levels before holding a gathering mm-hmm. just so that everyone you know, knows what they might be getting themselves into. Um I'm an introvert, so sometimes walking into a party that's very, very loud and big without a little bit of context makes me a little bit nervous. Me too. Um, just Please. because my my inner introvert will yeah. just suddenly like pop out <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, I'm going to hide in a corner now. <laughs> so I like pe- telling people, you know, what the party size is. I think that matters. And maybe just for a lot of people's comfort levels right now, it might be something that matters to them a lot. Um. I, I, you know, there always should be something pouring. Um, I also always make sure these days there's, you know, uh, when it comes to diversity of food includes, you know, maybe having plant-based options mm. for people. Um, and, and when I say plant-based options, not just some veggie sticks. Okay, guys, yeah. like there is such an incredible array of, of plant-based cuisine out there now. Um, you know, for anyone who is a vegetarian or vegan, I also have non-alcoholic options yes. available these days. And I, I think that's usually the best way. Always have some food and drink ready. People to nosh. I think that's usually an easy way for people to have a conversation starter. Um, yeah, uh, I, I always, uh, I know we always talk about party etiquette when it comes to certain things. And since I'm a wine girl, uh, you bring a bottle of bubbly, do not point it at someone's face when opening it always point away (laughs) is this a problem does this happen
0: i would think everybody (laughs)
1: would know (laughs) there is too many memes out there like and and then in funny videos quote unquote funny videos of accidents gone wrong um and there there was a situation there's been a few situations where i think like famous people or athletes have popped bubbly when they're on the podium or celebrating and and actually nailed themselves in the eyes so yeah big yeah that 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 If you bring champagne to a party, folks, that cork comes off at 60 miles an hour.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let's let's be careful that we're not hitting our guests in the face at all. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun. Thank you so much, Maroki, for joining us today. No, thank you, Maggie. It was such a pleasure. Some great tips from Maroki Tong. She is the host of Tasting Together, which airs right here on 640 Toronto every Saturday at 5 o'clock. Good tip when you're taking off that cork, make sure you're not facing it at anybody else. You're listening to Toronto this weekend on 640 Toronto.